0: Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The conservative review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen to the one and only CR podcast. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, back in the house here today on Tuesday, July 20th. Once again, trying to provide some sanity for you guys. We are always skating to where the puck is headed, not to where it's been We're looking for new frontiers, new places to go. Where could we go and evacuate ourselves from all this tyranny? You know, we need to create some sort of a tent. It's amazing how when iron sharpens iron, as it says in Proverbs, when you have two people instead of one and you get a little group of people together, there's a lot you could accomplish. You don't need a majority. You need an irate, tireless, principled, intrepid minority. Yet we don't have one because we put all of our eggs as sane, moral people, constitutionalists, conservatives, whatever you want to dub our movement. We put it all in the GOP and the Republican Party. So the tent grew so large that there is no tent. So we don't even have a sandbox. We don't need to take over the world. We don't need to have a majority in the country. We need a couple places to go. You know, today is the anniversary, 1969, of the first lunar landing. Neil Armstrong walking one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Where could we go? Maybe we need to go back to the moon and start something there. Because we don't have one corner of this country where we control the way our founders envisioned even though it's totally in our power. And the reason is because we have a fake Republican Party and a fake conservative movement that always fight on the issues that don't matter when they don't matter, not on the issues that matter when they do, which is why now that we have the vaccine fascism, the mass fascism, the code fascism, they are downright signing up to it. You heard last night, Fox News, one after another in an orchestrated programming, one after another, put out what looked like an Al-Qaeda hostage tape. Yes, we urge everyone to get vaccinated. Yes, yes. Every one of them. And they're the guardians of conservative news dissemination in America, even though they're a bunch of leftists. And this is what's polluting our minds, destroying red states. And this is why we had my, my my morning column today. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Even the Idaho legislature won't go after the coerced vaccination in the hospital system there. And then we have Republican appointed judges. Trump appointed judges. That will refuse to go back to case law preceding Roe v. Wade and all this phony bogus rights. But when it comes to forced coerced clot shots. They're willing to go back to 1905, the Lochner era, predating all of that. It's unbelievable. We're going to get into all of this tied together today. But first off, we have a special, very special new sponsor today that I want to introduce you to. Most of you have heard of Alliance Defending Freedom. As you could tell, we have very little representation in court. Very few of our people know how to bring lawsuits to defend Liberty, the sanctity of life, religious liberty, freedom of speech, marriage, parental rights. ADF does this all at no cost to their clients, is completely funded by the generosity of patriots like you, with the family freedom and even basic biology under attack. ADF needs your support more than ever. If you go to ADF Legal, adflegal.org slash CRs and Conservative Review. You can get your copy of ADF's ebook titled Generational Wins, absolutely free. Discover why fighting for what's right isn't just important for today, but how it impacts our nation for generations to come. Join the growing number of Americans standing in solidarity to defend freedom and liberty. Get your copy of Generational Wins, absolutely free. Again, ADFlegal.org slash CR, ADFlegal.org slash CR. And look, send them a message and let them know they do great work. But they need to expand their fight from religious liberty to general liberty. Because we're not going to have anything. And we need help with the COVID fascism. We need them to get involved in the coerced vaccinations and masks. We need a million lawsuits. That's the only way to do this. Just flood every district. As a strategy. Because we're not going to win in a single lawsuit. Or or even any of them. The reality is. The reality is that Republican appointed judges like Republican media on Fox News, like Republican elected politicians, they don't share our values. They pick one or two superficial things to joust with the left on and then we accept them into this tent. Oh, he's a conservative. He's a conservative. Oh, that's a Republican judge. Let's nominate him. And we never even look if they're with us on the issues of our time. Here's where I'm coming from. I mentioned this yesterday briefly, but there's this story going around in conservative media, very uh, strong debates over this porn star who calls herself a conservative porn star that was kicked out of an event put on by Turning Point USA in Tampa, Florida. Um, Obviously, because of her values, these were mainly teenagers and you know college-age kids, and certainly that's not the type of influence you want around, and some of these writers at The Federalist and these other very prominent conservative voices, so to speak, were really concerned that, you know, we've become too prudish, we need a big tent. That That's always the line, we need a large tent. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Our tent has been larger than anything. Everything's conservative. The conservative case for birthright citizenship for illegals, remember that? The conservative case for... Max, the COVID fascism and masks and vaccines, everything's conservative, particularly the issue of the time for which the left is using as a cudgel to destroy us. That's there's a conservative case for it. Everything they seek to do. I'm a trans, mask wearing, uh, porn star, criminal justice deformed, supporting conservative. By the way, one of the publications that's saying, you know, we're, we're engaging in cancel culture by not including porn stars in our movement. By the way, I happen to know a few years ago, they spiked an article critical of the First Step Act. That was the jailbreak bill. So there's room in the tent for porn stars unrepentant. Promotes it blatantly. It's not like, you know, she's moving away from it or something. Um, but there's no room for someone who holds Reagan's view on crime. This is the problem. Folks, I don't want to hear, oh, we need a bigger tent. Because I think anyone with a brain would agree, no matter how many people you think you could appeal to, we lost the country at a federal level, majority. Even if you win the presidency with a Republican at some point, we've learned it's not going to change. The agencies, the oligarchy, Soros and Bill Gates, they control everything. The best you can do is start with the lowest hanging fruit where we have the largest patriot majorities in places like Idaho and Oklahoma, and North Dakota, and start from there. But yet, we haven't. This is how we have in Idaho four- to one majority, GOP majority in the state Senate, four and a half to one majority in the House. There hasn't been a Democrat governor in recent memory. And yet we can't get basic things past there. That's the difference see, when you have a smaller tent, but it's a tent. Right? If it's so big, it's not a tent. It's just you say everyone's there. But you actually have a core movement. It's not an illusory fake army. You have a real army to work with. I'd rather it be as small as possible, but as effective, and then you could gradually build it out. But here you get nothing. And the difference is in a state like Idaho, because even with a small tent, you're going to easily have a majority there. But if you have a fake illusory tent, a 10 to 1 majority is not enough. Because they're all a bunch of leftists. This is what we've done to ourselves. It's a very deep point. At first, I, you know, I wasn't so focused on this story. It's kind of like, oh, one of these soap opera distractions with the porn star there. But I think it's a very important story because that's the key to why we don't seem to have anyone fighting for us on anything. This is why every single conservative originalist judge is awesome, except for when it actually matters, because they don't really believe in what you and I believe in, in their heart and soul. This is what we have. You could literally push hemlock and so on someone and say, I-, I think a private company should be able to do anything they want. I don't like over-regulating businesses. That's what the speaker um, and the president, pro temp, um, Chuck Winder is the president there. Scott Bedke is the speaker of the House in Idaho. And they were like, man, you know, we- we- we're very reluctant to convene a special session and, and, and put more burdens and regulations on, on business. I'm like, you guys allowed the governor to go for over a year and shut down businesses. They, they shut down the human ability to gather in numbers greater than 10 people longer than my estate of Maryland did that in Idaho. They only seem to stand up for business rights, so to speak, when... It has the fist of government at its back as a tailwind rather than at its face as a headwind. That's what we see every time. A broken clock is right twice, but these dirtbag Republicans are wrong every single time. They'll misapply a broad conservative principle in the wrong place at the wrong time. Every single time they'll do this. This is what you get when you have a large tent. I can't think of a single uniting issue. There's always a case for it. Always a a conservative case for despotism. And then, I mean, we had Vern Buchanan, a Republican member from uh, Florida, fully vaccinated. Came down with COVID yesterday. Complete joke. The data is clear on this now. There is no leg to stand on, even if you believe that you could coerce an individual against his bodily autonomy with side effects. But now the whole impetus of a state interest is literally made up. Literally made up. And mind you, it's so funny. Whenever it comes to criminal law. Oh, there's so many things government can't do. Oh, no, 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 no. The right to privacy, Fourth Amendment this, Fourth Amendment that, except for when it actually matters, criminals could do anything. And speaking of criminals, folks, I don't know if we're going to have time to get to some of that today, but maybe tomorrow, later this week, crazy, crazy crime stories going on. New York City... New York City's jail population is now the lowest it's been, not just in rate, but absolute numbers, despite the growing uh, general population since 1946. <laughs> and mind you, we don't have 1946 culture. So uh, we're screwed. That's why you need to arm yourselves, but also get a We the People holster. Starting at just 40 bucks, We the People holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of choices. They, they're secure and comfortable um, and make sure you pick up. If you go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash CR, one of their EDC tactical gun belts. Trust me, folks, the proper presentation and draw begins with a secure holster and a proper tactical gun belt. You cannot shortcut that. You cannot go cheap on that. Too many people are obsessed with just guns and ammo and they forget that if you are going to carry, which you should, you got to have a proper gun belt and holster. Every holster from We the People comes with a lifetime guarantee. Again, we the Peopleholsters.com slash CR. With offer code CR, you get 10 bucks off. Again, we the peopleholsters.com slash CR. Don't let that perfect firearm go into an imperfect holster. So folks, what we have here, we have all these prominent people are now getting reinfected after getting vaccinated. The whole thing was a lie. whole thing was a lie. Yet we are told now that as long as you slap the label private on something, they could do anything they want to us. Actually, no, even the government could. Heck, the Indiana case was, 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 the, was the state government. It was a state university. You know, I, I just want to, again, continue with the private part before we just talk about Indiana and Jacobson and the, and the, and the ruling there. Um, a friend of mine who's a, an attorney, he's also a neighbor, he brought up a very important point. I forgot about this. Remember the Kilo case, eminent domain, where, this is 2005, the New London case, New Hampshire, where a bunch of uh, you know lower income people were just cleared out because they needed the area, but it wasn't the government. It was private eminent domain use, which is not in the Constitution. And they applied the Constitution to that and said, no, that's also, that also could be used for eminent domain. Really, one of the worst decisions of the century. And he reminded me, he's like, Daniel, do you know the litigant in that case? Do you know the impetus for it? It was Pfizer. It was Pfizer. And I was thinking, man... Is that a metaphor for what we're, what, what's going on today? It set the precedent of Pfizer being a private company treated as if it has government powers over us. A private entity is able to get eminent domain over our property. Now they get eminent domain over our bodies. Think about it. A private company could just concoct something. It's not even like the government did it. A private company could do this. No matter what they... Produce in the future it could be hemlock and you have no choice to live a functioning life i mean even if they don't directly fully mandate it on us and come around with the needle which who knows if maybe they will at some point but what they're doing now is they're making it that you're completely marginalized and basically can't live in many circumstances because of a private entity i want to make something very clear for the times we live in that a lot of people don't understand People, too many people misunderstood a conservative principle. They think public, bad, private, good. That's not what it meant. What it meant was private sector in general, we meant freedom, free markets, choice, competition, autonomy, sovereignty. Okay. And that's what it's supposed to be. But you could have a situation. When the government runs amok, it actually uses the private sector in a way that we have today, like an oligarchy, which is even worse than government edicts. Because at least with the government edicts, until you're completely shut out, like North Korea, I mean, we still officially have elections and the ability to redress and petition, you could shoot at them. I don't mean physically, but politically, you you could hit at them, right? Whether it's elections, whether it's protesting, whether it's naming them and shaming them, Pfizer... Like, what are you supposed to do? This is what our healthcare system is, too. In many ways, I've said this for years about healthcare, everyone thinks, oh, America's private, Europe is socialist. We're venture socialists. The government's in with a few cronies to use the boot of government to create an, an eventuality where there is this very narrow monopoly, and they could just churn stuff out, and then the government runs with it, And they basically control your life. That's what happened with eminent domain and the Kilo decision. That is what's happening with our bodies now. There's no amount of evidence we could produce that will stop this. It doesn't matter. No amount of lack of efficacy, no amount of side effects will stop it. What's interesting is, someone sent me a story, very interesting. This just came out yesterday. It was on Fox Six. In Los Angeles, Pfizer announced on July 16 that it would pause the distribution of its anti-smoking drug Chantix amid recent findings that it contains high levels of cancer-causing agents called uh, nitrosamines nit- in the medication. According to Pfizer, um, you know this chemical is common in water and foods that most consumers are exposed to. At some level, these impurities may increase the risk of cancer. And they pulled it. You know why? Because like everything else that functions properly and is not politicized by the government. They're subject to liability, to lawsuits. So they pulled it. I bet you it's much less of a risk than the cloud shots. But it doesn't matter. If the masters of the universe get together and call their shot, if they want something, they get it. That's the oligarchy we live in today. So that's where we are. They now have autonomy over us. Sixty, According to the latest data, 68% of critical cases in Israeli hospitals are vaccinated people. You saw yesterday, the chief scientist in, in England came out and said 60% of their cases were uh, vaccinated people, and then of course Reuters ran with it, but then they had to retract it. No, no, he meant unvaccinated. So first of all, forty percent is still a terrible ratio for something you're pushing as the end all cure and mandating it against all risk and everything. Like that, that doesn't. Okay, so it's forty, not sixty. It's still pretty bad. But mind you, Israel's at sixty eight in terms of critical cases, so it 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 makes sense that it probably that probably was accurate. And they're just lying, as they always do. I'm going to have a piece out tomorrow on retractions, the the politics of retractions, retracting statements, retracting academic literature. Everything that harms their cause somehow gets retracted, always in one direction. So this is where we are. think, Think about what's going on here with these mandates, pushing this. Even if you believe you could say, okay, I think this is a vital state interest, So you don't have bodily autonomy, which is against all case law. Remember, not only do we say you have a right to kill the baby with any form of abortion, but any like state regulation of like just the the credentials of the abortion doctors and providers and facilities. That's all the Hellerstat cases are are unconstitutional in their in their estimation. Yet when it comes to this, nope, you you could do that you can't even assert any rational interest think about what's happening now not only are there tremendous side effects not only is the virus for especially for the people they're pushing on now the college students in this case in indiana but elsewhere as well so minimal they found one speculative Without details, hospitalization of all the cases in the entire Indiana system, university system. In a given year from the winter flu season and just winter ailments, you know how many people in a college dorm things go around? It's always people show up at ERs. One case in the entire state. And I don't think there was anything particularly spectacular about it. My buddy Andy, Andy Boston, found that. And yet this dirt, this dirtbag, Damian Leichert, Trump appointee in the Northern District of Indiana, like, no, I'm not concerned about, about, about these numbers. But here's the important point now. Now that everyone's getting it, they're left with only one talking point. Well, it stops critical illness. Well, that's the perfect case not to mandate it. Think about it. You have your shot. You're protected from any spread in terms of you're not going to get critically ill. But you're admitting that vaccinated, just like unvaccinated, can get it and indeed clearly are spreading it. Every human being in Gibraltar is vaccinated right now and they have the high, third highest case count per capita in the world. Many examples of this. Clearly, I mean nobody. That is incontrovertible at this point. Now, again, we're seeing plenty of evidence now um, that it doesn't help for critical illness either. But on what level? We'll we'll find out in the coming days. But it appears like it's a, it's a complete bust on that front. But all, all the more so if you believe that if their contention is that it helps, it helps. You got your protection. Why do I need to get it? Well, Daniel, maybe because. You're still, like, spreading it. Well, so what? It's it's us stupid people that don't want to get it. It's our fault, right? I mean, we're not harming someone else. Well, we, we don't like the state dealing with too many cases spreading. But now that it's come out that it doesn't protect one iota from getting it and spreading it, so you're in the same boat. There's li- zero interest in doing this. And yet we couldn't get a, a Republican judge. Think Think about this. Think about this Republican judge. For years we were told, don't ever expect a Republican judge at a lower court level to go after the terrible Supreme Court decisions. They, they, look, they're a lower court judge, they're bound by it. They can't go back to the stuff that preceded, you know, all the progressive cases since the Warren era, the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, you know, to where the real case law was, the real constitution. They, 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 they you can't expect that. It's only going to be a Supreme Court justice. And then, of course, the Supreme Court. Justices who are Republicans don't do that either. But we're always told that's ironclad. Daniel, you know, you could get the most pro-life judge, but he's got to rule with Roe if he's a lower court judge. Okay, fine. Well, yesterday, this Indiana judge repealed Roe. He applied Jacobson, a 1905 case, from an era that's antithetical to the Warren era. So, you know, on the spectrum of creating greater, broader civil rights to very narrow... That was the narrow, the, the era of the narrowest judgments on civil rights in, in our history. And generally, I agree with it, you know, that most of these rights are made up. But, but I think some of us would say some of them are really narrow. I mean, this is where we had Buck in 1927 for sterilization. That's a public health interest that was born out of Jacobson. Okay. Are we going to go back to Buck? I don't know, Daniel. I don't know where you're saying there is no 14th Amendment right to bodily autonomy. And meanwhile, we have like 50 freaking cases since then that's repealed Jacobson. It's literally like going to Plessy v. Ferguson to Dred Scott. Suddenly, he ignores, he repealed Roe v. Wade. Now, mind you, if it was a direct abortion case, suddenly he would rediscover it. Of course, I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Now this Jacobson thing, aside from the fact that it's been repealed a hundred times over, it's like citing plus Ev Ferguson. Jacobson was very different. Even Jacobson, it said it can't be arbitrary and and just absurd outcomes. Like it has to make sense. It has to be rational. Which what they're doing is not. It was a very small fine. It was very limited, local. The guy wasn't even asserting concerns over health or religious concerns. Um. He made a very bad case. There's a lot of things to say on that. But fundamentally also, this was smallpox with a thirty percent fatality rate. and who knows what critical you know illness rate? Very high. And this stuff appeared to work. Now I'm not saying that's still a good opinion, but in this case, how could this judge issue on the very week we have all this information? The fatality rate for college-age kids of COVID is extremely low. The hospitalization rate is less than the flu, not just for young kids, but even at college age, yet they are the most at risk for the myocarditis side effect, and again, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. At some point, that has to matter. It doesn't meet any scrutiny. It doesn't have to be strict scrutiny, even if you don't want to apply that, which you said. Just an utter garbage ruling. And here we have Fox News promoting it one after another. It's from the TheHill.com. A pair of Fox News hosts on Monday urged viewers of the network to get vaccinated against the coronavirus, dismissing conspiracy theories. And um, one after another, uh, d- this guy Ducey, I never, I never heard of him. Steve Ducey, Dunsey, um, He tells everyone basically that the vaccine will stop the Delta, but not pre- pr- prior infection, because previous infection is the old COVID, not the new Delta version. So, oh God. I mean, the dumbest fool, this guy gets up there and literally gives misinformation. He says the exact opposite of the science. That prior infection doesn't work against Delta, but the vaccine does. And it's the exact opposite. It's the vaccine that doesn't work, and it's not Delta. It's nothing to do with anything. It's a a made-up thing. It's that whatever two-month immunity had wore off, and it was going to wear off whatever mutation you'd have. But the point is, it only recognizes a very, very narrow spike protein. So if you change the player, it doesn't recognize it. Whereas the, the natural infection gives you broad based B cell, T cell immunity that lasts forever, which is why it was proven forget about a mutation of SARS CoV 2, those who had T cells from SARS 1. Those T-cells had cross-reactivity against SARS-2 17 years later. What a dunce, an utter dunce. This is what you have on Fox. So they could lie whatever they want and there's no problem. They could lie and never get fact-checked. That's what Fox News, Fox News does to the right what MSNBC can never do. Because, you know, our our voters won't listen to it. Here, you have all these seniors that, you know, know, they lean conservative, but they watch Fox News all day. My in-laws are like that. And they just pollute them. They weaken our own people. They destroy our tent. We don't have a tent. In my lifetime, I've been told at some point Every harmful leftist agenda item is conservative. Maybe lower taxes might be like the only thing they stand for. Even guns, when it matters on the issue that matters, at the time it matters, they'll throw us overboard. So they'll broadly support guns, but then when they're coming with the red flag laws, a lot of them will will support that. They support freedom in the abstract except for when it actually matters, on the issue it matters, when it matters. Hannity last night, I mean, one after another. And it, and it's so stupid, it's like it's so transparent that it's not, it's like literally as transparent as an al-Qaeda hostage tape. Someone got to us. Who are the masters of the universe? Well, I think we know who they are. This is from Western Journal. George Soros and Bill Gates just teamed up to buy a COVID company. High-profile billionaires Soros and Gates are part of a group that is buying a company that makes rapid COVID-19 tests. The the purchase of Mologic LTD was announced by Open Society Foundations. That's Soros. A release on the foundation's website said the purchase creates global access health, social enterprise that will seek to expand access to affordable state-of-the-art medical technology through decentralized research, development and manufacturing in and for the global south. About $41 million will be ponied up by the buyers, which include the Service Economic Development Fund and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This is where the rubber meets the road. You know, it's funny. We talked about this. The Somehow we got that German study published in JAMA showing that after th- just three minutes of mask wearing on children, their CO2 levels increased sixfold beyond the... Um, What's considered the acceptable level by the German equivalent of our OSHA for uh, you know safety environmental standards? Six times the levels of acceptable CO two levels, and and they they just JAMA announced two weeks later we retracted it. We didn't like there's something about the methodology. Scientists have raised concerns, and and they didn't you know sufficiently answer the concerns. They never disclose who who brought up the concerns. Bring it out and opened. Show us the letters of those scientists, what their motivation was attacking it, and the response from the authors. We don't see it. It's a one-paragraph retraction. See, you could have a retraction. One time, these clowns um, did this study uh, in America of, like, certain states, and they said, masks work. You see, they implemented masks, and it went down. And then what happened was, right when they published the study it came back in the fall with a, a vengeance even greater than before in those areas. So the whole thing was voided out. So that's how, that's when you retract a study. But if you just broadly say, I don't like something about the methodology, it's like, well, you have to really talk about that. Who says that taints the results? And notice every single time something comes out that proves our side And conservatives start to cite it, it immediately has to be retracted. Remember the WHO guidance? It was up on their website for months. Kids should not get the COVID shot. It's unproven for the kids. It was there for months. One guy caught it. It 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 wasn't like it was right away. It was months later. And then, you know, we all started using it. Within 24 hours, they changed it. And we're supposed to believe that? Are we that stupid? But that's Fox News for you. I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell you it now. For those of you who like Tucker Carlson. If he is ever going to be an effective voice for us. He's got to go independent and leave Fox. Because he is never going to take it past the goal line. Obviously because he is such a moneymaker. And this is his brand. So there's a certain amount they're let. But there's a certain amount they will not let. And when that memo goes out, that memo goes out. It's all political science. If you want to understand how clot shots work, the hypocrisy, the insanity, the hypocrisy in litigation and civil rights and science and everything's backwards and they apply it when they want to. If you understand the political science, it's all very consistent. And the political science boils down to one thing. We lose and they win. They believe in their view. They have a tent. They have a very wide tent. See, what they're so stupid is the Democrats are as mean, vicious, unforgiving. I mean, they can't have anyone in their tent who disagrees on one issue. Remember when Joe Lieberman, big liberal, he just disagreed on a couple of foreign policy things. You know he's pro-abortion, pro pro you know gun grabbing, you know socialism whatever you want but they, they threw him out of the party last decade. remember that? And now that, that was that was when I mean Democrats of of 2006 whenever that was looked like Barry Goldwater compared to where they are now and yet they succeed. I don't want to hear this oh we need to be inclusive a large tent. are you kidding me? Democrats are more exclusive than the Puritans, the left. Man, do they, I mean, you, you can't deviate one bit from their stuff on a single issue. Yet they succeed. Not and, and it's not yet. That is why they succeed. A movement has to be truculent, indefatigable, pure. You don't show weakness. You don't constantly concede a point. Concede, concede, cede to the other side. Acquiesce to what they want. You double down. But our side always, always has ways to come up with why why somehow the other side is right. Just on this issue and just when it's important. They're always, always right. But that's what it is. Soros and Bill Gates follow the money. Follow the money and you'll know where this is coming from. That's what Fox News is for us. And folks, this is also why, if you follow the political science, again, I I will say this until I'm blue in the face, the most astounding observation of this entire thing, okay? This entire saga of the last 17 months or so is the refusal of the global entities to pursue any treatment for COVID. It's unbelievable. You are not allowed to treat it. You will be censored. You'll be beaten down. That should tell you everything. When I saw the censorship against my articles and other people's articles promoting treatment was just as visceral as the censorship of our articles being critical of what they were doing, the masking, the lockdowns, whatever, I was like, hey, well, can't we all be friends here, right? I mean, you're saying COVID's such a problem, let us I'm saying treat it, treat it early. Your whole thing is test and trace, test and trace, nip it in the bud, test and trace. So I'm like, so exactly, so you know the guy has it, go have guidelines for treatment. Well, Daniel, I don't know if we have enough studies. Well, we have 60 of them. Well, I think we need more. Okay, so you plan on doing a study, right? No, we don't. Just like, I don't like your study on mass. Okay, so you plan on doing your own? Well, I don't think your, your methodology is good that it proves this increased CO2 levels. Okay, so you're going to do your methodology? No, we're going to mandate it on you without proving it safe. You have to disprove us to our likings, of course. We have to be satisfied with your methodology, which is impossible, to prove that it's not safe. We could shove it on your body without having to prove it's safe. But anyway, I thought we could all be friends when it comes to treatment. I forgot to um, bring this up, but but someone uh, sent this to me. This is from the Globe and Mail. It's an old article. It's about a month old. Quebec nursing home often gave morphine rather than treat COVID patients. As the pandemic struck a Quebec nursing home last year, officials made it harder to send ailing residents to hospital And repeatedly provided morphine. Rather than treat those with breathing problems. So nurse testified that this. uh, That uh, the long-term facility that she was at. Consistently administered morphine. Instead of attempting to prolong the life of elderly residents. And mind you. This is when they had trouble breathing. When we knew this was happening. Why in the world wouldn't we order. Vitamin D. Zinc. A. Selenium. uh, Iron. All these tests bulk up their. Um, yeah, I th- think about it. Think about it. It's, it's obviously very hard. You know, they're already taking a lot of medication, but think about how cheap it would have been relative to everything else we're doing to manufacture some sort of um, uh, just pill that had in it every day high dosages of everything they needed. That spoke directly to the vulnerabilities of COVID. Again, that's the long term strategy. Someone has it, you just shove vitamin D at them. It's not, you know, enough. That's more where ivermectin and these other things come into play. And but no, no treatment, no nothing. Truly, truly disgusting. But this is where we are in this country and in the globe. Which is why maybe we do need to go to the moon and stay there. And build a tent. It starts with a few people. You'd be shocked at what a small amount of people could do. How do I know? Because look at the left's success. And again, we don't. We have tens of millions of people that agree with us, which absolutely constitutes a majority. We only need one place to go, but there's plenty of places in the country where we constitute a majority. But yet, because we have the Republican Party and Fox News and these thumb-sucking, Teletubby, Muppet, phony, conservative writers and commentators and talking rear ends that distract, pollute people's minds, cover for the Republican perfidy, there's nothing left. We don't have a tent. So, that's where we need to go. We need to build the tent anew. So with just a couple of minutes left. I want to share one more story with you just to sew up our thesis for today about how we're actually harming ourselves with this big tent approach, which is a zero tent approach. And we're actually retarding the growth of our movement that organically absent a false flag party and movement, our people would rebel and actually do what needs to be done. Is an article um, based on a survey this was, was it from last week? Yeah, last week, July 14th, from the UK Daily Mail. UK media always has fascinating stuff on American politics, much better than American media. Two in three Republicans in the South support seceding from the U.S., while almost half of Democrats out West say the same thing. And, you know, they know how they divide it up by region. And and region is a little bit tough because you'll have states that are part of a region that are very different from the region um, that kind of skew the results. But basically their point was, you know, in in very strong Democrat areas, Democrats want us to secede. And there are probably strong Republican areas, Republicans want us to secede. And the most is the Republicans in the South. And mind you, the Democrat position, if if you would have pulled this during Trump's presidency, it, Democrats in California would have been even higher than that. But my point is that this is even with the phony baloney, telltubby, feel good distraction of the soap opera of Fox News and, and really too many people on talk radio. Imagine if your average Republican voter in Alabama, in West Virginia, in North Carolina, in Kentucky, in Idaho, um, you know, 60, 70 years old watching Fox News, would every night listen to and watch content that we put out. You know, be, be like people on our network, you know, me and Steve Dace and Jason Whitlock. You'd hear that. Night after night after night, cumulatively. Imagine how they would feel. Imagine where they would be directed to go. Imagine the four to one, five to one GOP majorities in the legislature. The calls they've been would be getting the grassroots movements against them. They would either have to convert or die. We think all oh, this is not achievable. It totally is. And again, secession is a, is, a, is a straw man. You don't need that. What we need is a national divorce. And you see, a lot of Democrats agree. We don't share the same values on anything, we're polar opposites on every aspect that affects our lives. You can't live like this anymore. And a divorce is not a secession. What a divorce is, not that I have experience in it, but thankfully I have a loving marriage forever. But, you know, plenty of people go through this and, you know, they often you have messy divorces, but you have amicable ones where you at the end of the day, you do have to work together, uh, still continue a certain degree of harmonious reciprocity, custody over the kids. And similar thing, the kids in this case are going to be things like Social Security and things that you'll have reciprocity for. But you're just going to go your separate ways on most of the internal policies which is really how it was supposed to be to a large extent. It's somewhat headed in that direction in terms of the blue states always do that if they don't like something. We just need to make that happen, and our people would expect that. Imagine if every night we exposed the outrageous stuff with the masks and the vaccines instead of having Fox News and Sean Hannity way a math, get the thought. Imagine where our people would be they are retarding the growth of our movement. The greatest thing for the left is phony conservatives, which is why if you noticed, there's certain people that are very big and prominent that earn millions of dollars as conservative pundits off of Facebook and they never get censored by it. Never. There's a reason for that. They're not tolerable. They're not just tolerable. <clears throat> They're indispensable to the left. You know, you know, it's kind of like um, diffusion of energy. Um, you know, they always say if you watch NASCAR, sometimes the most spectacular crashes, where the car like flips up in the air three trillion times, and the guy comes down and he like walks out of the out of the car like nothing happened yet you'll have sometimes like you know I'll never forget watching Dale Earnhardt uh what was it 2000 2001 um at Daytona you could barely even see it like like oh what happened what happened there you know um and you 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 know you watch the car and it goes into the to the side rail and didn't look anything spectacular and he died but right away the announcer i forget who he was at the time like he wasn't saying it He's like that. Doesn't look good, and he he understood that the concept of diffusion. You know, you diffuse the energy so it could flip up a hundred times. That's actually good because then you don't you don't get an impact. Whereas with Dale Earnhardt, it would just went straight in. Hundred percent of the impact just went straight in. And that's kind of just an analogy I wanted to use for what the GOP is, what Fox News is, what a lot of talk radio is, a lot of these you know writers and 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 spewers. They they diffuse we we, we, we're, we build energy organically against the left and the left even helps us just because they're so radical they build the case against themselves it wouldn't be hard to defeat them they go and take our our uh, our stock car and just flip it in the air a couple of times and diffuse it into just a bunch of nothingness now in that case the analogy the the result is a good thing you don't want people to die but you get my point. That's what they do. They diffuse and misdirect and then often just directly contradict our views as, they, as they're doing with COVID fascism. Yeah, what they'll do is to keep the ratings and the fake fight going. They'll pick a couple of isolated sub points that the left is doing and say, oh, that's kind of you shouldn't do that. You know, some of the things Oh, don't, don't hey, kids that are vaccinated should no longer have to wear masks. You know, that, that will be like the Fox line. That's what they do. That's what a big tent does for you. The only thing it does is enlarge the tent of the other side. We need a smaller tent. Because remember, politics is not the country. You never need majorities to succeed in getting a majority opinion. You need a committed movement That's what I'm trying to build. ConAction.network, if you go, sign up. Email me, dharwitz at blazemedia.com. If you want to be a team leader for exactly what I'm talking about, I have the names. Right here, right now, I have enough people in every red state that if I had enough team leaders to help me coordinate them, meet in your house or at an event, you're willing to hold them together. I will talk with you, appoint you leader, and give you the names and you could assign subcommittees, you know, with 30, 40, 50 people and bang away in the red states on everything they're doing and not doing, the legislature, the county, the governors, both the legislative affairs, primaries making red states red. That's all we can do. But you know what? That is a lot. That is a lot. Even if we were a straight-up minority, remember I say this all the time. Even if we were a significant minority, which we're not, especially not on the issues of our time because the left is so radical. Our government was set up for people like us. And it was by design. Either the left always complains about it, but small areas have disproportionate power. Remember, in terms of numbers, the number of red states, the number of red counties are huge. They might have a fraction of the people that the big counties have in them, but it doesn't matter. If you get people together in a state you know as small as Idaho or Wyoming and in counties that are much, much smaller, and they're intrepidly red, you control and should control the policies and the culture that go on in that state, As much as the left does L.A. County and California. That's the reality. There's no reason we don't have that in these areas that voted 70-80% for Trump. But the reason we don't is because of what I just mentioned on the show today. We have such a big tent, we have no tent at all. Food for thought. We are going to slay sacred cows. Some of these, like, you know, statements. We need a Big Ten. You know, all these, like, little bromides in political science. They're actually not true. We'll start slaying them one by one, some of these golden calves. But that's your one for today. Send this show to all of your friends and relatives. Please give us a five-star rating at iTunes till tomorrow. God bless you all, and thank you for listening.